Hello, and welcome to the Agape House of Worship weekly podcast. Through this podcast, we hope and pray that you will be equipped and empowered to live the life that God has planned for you. If you are blessed by this message and would like more information, please visit our website at www.agapehousenj.org. Thank you and God bless. Father, I just ask that you will speak this morning, speak to each and every one of us, because you are the great Father in heaven, and we are all your children. So this morning, speak to us, and most especially as we honor the fathers that you have placed here on earth to be your representative, Father, I'm asking that you will speak to them especially on this day. Speak to them. Bring a word to encourage them. Bring a word to give them answers. Bring, the, bring a word to give them hope. Give a word to strengthen them. You know where each and every one is, Lord. I'm asking that today you will breathe life into the word this morning. Thank you, Heavenly Father. In Jesus' name we have prayed. Amen, amen. So the word I have for us this morning is to lay a firm foundation. We need to lay, fathers, God is calling you to lay a firm foundation. God chose you as builders. He made you to be people that will lay foundation for the family and for the society at large. And he wants to remind you today how to do that. Like I said, God knows you are capable. He knows you are capable of doing this. That's why he gave you that assignment to lay the foundation. Even while he was creating, he created the man first to give you a template of the plan. He, gave, he made Adam, and he gave Adam an assignment to name all the creatures. You know, he gave him a role, and whatever Adam called something, that's what it was. Adam gave everything a purpose. You are called to give children, to give, you know, give them a purpose. So God has called you to lay, found, to lay a foundation, and he knows you are capable. Whatever God gives us to do, he, he, he gives the enablement. I just want to remind you of that. And you are very critical to the family and to the society. Yesterday at the women's conference, we were talking about what where God is calling us to, you know, to as believers, is calling us to take mountains that influence our society and take hold of it and make a difference and bring the kingdom of God into it. And one of the mountains is the family. And God has made, an, you know, God has a structure. The fathers, you lay foundation in, the, in, the, in your family. You give direction. When everything is right in the family, everything else goes well in the business sector, in the church, in education, everything goes well. Because out of the family is where teachers are, are born, are raised, where doctors are raised, where pastors are raised. So the role of father is so key in, in, in God's plan and agenda for us as mankind. In the scripture we read in Luke 6, I know Jesus was talking to all the believers. 
you know, after giving them so many instructions about how to live, about how to, how to live and how, you know, bless the, the Beatitudes, not to judge one another. And towards the end, he started talking about the wise and foolish builders. He said, why do you call me Lord, Lord, and do not do what I say? And he's reminding us today, as his, as his children, as his sons that he has placed here on earth, we call him Lord, and he wants us to do what he's telling us to do. And he's reminding us today as fathers that our role, he, he has a role for you, fathers. He has an assignment for you. Verse 47 says, as for everyone who comes to me and hears my words and put them into practice, I will show you what they are like. They are like a man building a house who dug down deep and laid the foundation on, on, a, on a rock. When a flood came, the torrent struck the house, that struck that house, but could not shake it because it, it was well built. But the one who hears my words and does not put them into practice is like a man who built a house on the ground without a foundation. The moment the torrent struck that house, it collapsed and its destruction was complete. With the way our world is, there's, we can see collapse everywhere, even in the church. We can see collapse, things are falling apart. But God is calling, calling you today, Agape Fathers, that he needs you. And you know, God, with God, it's not about the crowd. It's about the people who are willing and available. He took our Lord Jesus Christ and his 12 disciples to start, you know, reaching the whole world. 12 disciples, 12 apostles preached the gospel all over the world. They started it and they laid the foundation. They set the vision and people came after. People like Paul came after. Many, many more apostles came after. And today we still have the good news. We are called Christians because some men, you know, stood with Jesus and they took the lessons, they took the teachings of our Lord Jesus and they continued with it. So I want to challenge and encourage you this morning that fathers, you have been called by God to partner with him, and you need to take this assignment seriously. Amen. So you are authentic fathers. You are the raw material. You, from the earth, he made you. Out of those, yes, women, we say we are like the upgrade, we are the better version, but you are authentic. You are the raw material. And I want you to see yourself that way. And that's the wisdom of God because the world has changed. The world is so tricky. The systems of the world is so tricky. It plays with the mind. It, cha- it, it, it gives men a different image of who they are. But you are God's image. You are God's image. You are in the likeness. God, God is the master builder. And he's saying, I need you to build the foundation of the society so your role is so critical. The world system has made men to want to stay, either to stay in the background or to be authoritative and be dictative. You know, but that's not what God is saying. You are partners with me, and I'll give you the wisdom, everything you need, because you are authentic. You are authentic. You don't need to get your image in things, in labels. Your identity is in the word of God. Sometimes many men, you, you know, many, some men find that, and people also allude to it, you know, if you drive a certain kind of car, wear a certain brand. No, you don't need labels. 
any label to make you a man. You don't need to have certain things, wear a certain kind of, you know, to make you a man. It's already in you. When you, if you have God in you and you know him as your father, you have what it takes to be a man. Hallelujah. And to be a father, most of all. You are a rock. You are the source, the source of life. God has called you to be that source. You bring stability and you bring security. That's what fathers do. And I'm sure many of us who have the grace to be under good fathers, you can allude to that. You bring stability, you bring security. Even to the women around you, that's what you do. Amen. So this, uh, this morning, in the few minutes we have, I just want us to just reflect as fathers, how are we doing in this role? How are we doing? God wants you. He needs you to partner with him. Amen? He needs you to partner with him. And he already gave us the, guide, the, guide, the, guideline, the guidelines. His word is what helps you. His word is what gives you the, everything you need. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Proverbs 24 Proverbs 24, verse 3 to 6. I'll quickly open there. The one thing that we need to be the model that God wants us to be is wisdom. Like I said, the world needs fathers, even, in, even amongst believers. It says here, by wisdom a house is built, and through understanding it is established. True knowledge, its rooms are filled with rare and beautiful treasures. It takes wisdom, fathers. It's not in the amount of things you acquire. It's not in just having a very big house for your family. Sometimes the mindset is, okay, let me just go out and make money. Yes, it's important to bring money home to provide for your children, but most of all, most, of, most importantly, getting wisdom from God is what guides you and is what, what's the most important legacy you can leave for your children. Amen. So I don't, want, I don't want us as fathers to be locked into the system of this world, into the mindset of this world. The Bible tells us in Romans 12 too that we should be renewed, you know, we should be transformed by the renewing of our minds thinking about how God, what God wants for us to do, how he wants us to lay the foundation. So like when God gives an assignment, he gives the grace. So he's called you to lay the foundation. How do you lay this foundation? Amen. How do you lay this foundation? Number one, you lay this foundation by being a role model. Being a model that your children can look up to. Our Heavenly Father was a model to Jesus, and Jesus talked about him. John 5, 16 to 17. He said, so because Jesus was doing these things, you know, he was, he was not following the rules of the Pharisees. He was doing what God has called him to do. The Jewish leaders began to persecute him. Verse 17, in his defense, Jesus said to them, my father is always at his work to this very day, and I too am working. So the people of the world were trying to, the, the, the Pharisees were trying to get him, you know, 
boxed into the culture, into religious, into, into some religious beliefs. You cannot do certain things on the Sabbath. But Jesus knew his father. And he said, my father is always working. And to this very day, I too am working. As a father, do you model Christ to, to your children? Can your children say, oh, daddy does this. I see my daddy praying and I do so. Let's even bring it to the everyday life. He said, my father is always working. Fathers, we are to, di to display character, good work ethics to our children. Amen? They need to see you rise up. They need to see you, you know, taking work seriously. They need to see that. I see my father working, and I, I too am working. You are a role model. Can they see patience in you, love? And I know many of us, I know our children see that. By adventure, though, if there's been a challenge, if there's been a break, God is calling today that I will enable you. Amen. Amen. Another way God wants us to lay a good foundation is to give our children an inheritance, to give them a heritage. Amen. Proverbs 13, 22, a very popular scripture that we know says, a good man leaves an inheritance to his children's children, but the wealth of the sinner is stored up for the righteous. Another version says, if you obey, that's a contemporary English version, if you obey God, you will have something to leave your grandchildren. If you don't obey God, those who live right will get what you leave. So obedience to God, living by his ways, automatically your children will emulate from it. And they'll be able to guard and keep the things you've worked for. But if you don't, it's saying here that the righteous will get what you have. That means something, there'll be, something will be missing with your children that they will not even value what you have. So important for us to have it as fathers, not just to live for the moment, but to live an heritage, an inheritance for our children. Amen. This is what God is saying to us, to sacrifice. And I said it earlier that having that title of a father is not easy. It takes a lot. It takes a lot emotionally, physically, even financially. But God knows you are capable and he wants to challenge you because as you do so, it will bless you. It will prosper you more. It will prosper you more. So I'm, I'm encouraging us as, as fathers, don't be weary. Don't be tired. Your assignment is not easy. Yes, it's huge. And the world system has tried over the years to pervert it. And even we as women in the, in, in the house, we have to recognize the role that men have, that it's so huge and we need to help them. We need to pray and support them. Not to criticize, not to antagonize them. To be a builder, to be in partnership with God is huge. But God's grace is sufficient for you. So yes, as fathers, you need to have a plan for your family. That's part of what living an inheritance is. Don't, don't leave it to your wife to make the plan, even if God has given them that gift. Have, no, be aware of it. As you are bringing children into the world, you know, what's, what's your plan for their education? Do you have money set aside for them to go to college? 
God has blessed you. Yes, you need to enjoy life, have good things, but that's not what defines you. You are already a man because you know God. Amen. You need to have a plan. It's important. I've been a father, and the world has made it so cheap. You can just, you have people, they have kids with five different women, but that's not what we have been called to do in the kingdom. Because we have been called to raise children that will take this world, take it for God. And it takes a lot. It takes a lot to do that. We see how it took God the time to prepare Jesus to come and rescue us. Being a father takes a lot, and God has given you the grace to do it in Jesus' name. How do you lay the foundation? By being the visionary, giving a vision to your children. You need to give the vision for their life. Give the vision for your family to your children. That's how you lay a good foundation. John 14, 17, 4 to 5 says, Jesus is talking to the Father. I have brought you glory on earth by finishing the work you gave me to do. God gave Jesus a work to do. Are you giving your children guidance what to do? Are you directing them? Are you giving them discipline, setting boundaries for them? This is what God is asking for you, for, for you to do as fathers. Don't let the world system redefine your role and put you in a box. You are in partnership with the God, the creator of heaven and earth. You have an important role to play. Amen. You set the vision. You give them purpose. You guide their destiny. That's what you are called to do. Amen. And also, how do you do this? How do you get? This is a lot to do. This is really huge. You do it by looking to, looking to God himself, the master builder, to search for wisdom. And we read that scripture in Proverbs 3, Proverbs 24. Through wisdom, a house is built. Through wisdom, a house is built. So I'm encouraging us fathers, please search for wisdom. Search for wisdom. And God will give you in Jesus' name. We are having the marriage class starting in July. I encourage you, you know, if you've never been through a marriage class, come for it. You know, we cannot, as men, we cannot just sit down. The reality is, and it's the trick of the world. Women, because women have been subdued over the years, now women are rising and they are searching for wisdom and they they are forging ahead. I'm sure many of you can, can think about your life. Maybe you got married with your wife. You both got a bachelor's degree, got married, and before you know it, your wife got, went back to school for master's. Now they are signing up for PhD, you know? I'm not saying you have to be in competition with them because if that's the drive that God has given them, but when you go to God for wisdom, even if you are married to the president of the United States, if you have the wisdom of God as a man, your wife will still look to you for guidance. So that's why it's important that men seeking God, seeking his word, that's really the, that's what, that's what, that's what equips you for your role. If your wife wants to do everything, have a business, praise God, celebrate her. But you go to God, the one, the God of all wisdom, the one that gave Solomon, a young king, wisdom to rule, that the queen of Sheba came to his palace and she was dumbfounded. He will give it to you. So it's time for you to search for wisdom. 
It's not time to get carried away, take, just stay in your man cave. Those are the tricks of the world. Step out, man. Step out, men. Please, don't hide. Don't stay in your man cave. Don't just, you know. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you. Because, yes, those are some of, oh, the women are too dramatic. I just go in a corner. No, we need you. We need you to take the stage. We need you to. And God needs you. God needs you. Because when you speak, when you act, it makes a difference. I can allude to that in my house. And God has given me the grace. Now I just keep quiet. Instead of all the yelling. But daddy says one sentence, everybody listens. And I've been, I've been saying the whole paragraph and everybody's like, not moved. <laughs> Amen. And secondly, pray for wisdom. Search for it. Another thing I want to talk about is, men, let's connect with one another. Let's, you know, share our lives. We have, God has given us a family. We have our leaders here. Talk to, you know, share lives. If you are newly married, you are a new father. It is not easy. It is not easy to raise a new life and it takes a lot. After you give birth to a child, you are like, wow, God, this is huge. But, so that's why we need one another. Don't just say, oh, my God, I don't like to talk about. And I hear some ladies, you know, they're going through things. Oh, my husband doesn't want us to sit, tell, talk to anybody. That's the lie of the enemy. That's the trick of the world. You need to speak up and put everything in darkness, shine light into it. Amen. So we can crush the enemy on, by the head, right from the start. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. No more hiding, men. Let's come out. Let's come out and build God's kingdom. Pray for wisdom. Ephesians 1.17 says we should pray for wisdom. Pray for wisdom. Spiritual wisdom. Spiritual wisdom is what, gives, what will give you an edge. Spiritual wisdom will give you an edge. Amen. And apply wisdom. James 3.17 talks about applying wisdom. It takes... That when you ask, when, you go, when God gives you wisdom, it wants to help you to apply it. Can we put James 3.17 up? Amen. James 3.17. It's, it's, it's talking about the wisdom from above. So the wisdom from above is what we need. Yes. But the wisdom that comes from heaven is first of all pure. Then peace, peaceful, loving, considerate, submissive, full of mercy and good fruit, impartial and sincere. Those things, they don't really look like what, you know, men or sincere, good fruit, submissive. But I'm telling you, if you apply God's wisdom as a man, God will favor you. It's pure. You have pure motives. And we need that. We know it. We, we need that in the world, even in the body, even in the church. And it, that's, men are, everybody should look up to, children should look up to, even sometimes in church, you are not, because of what we know in our world, you, it's not, you are not comfortable to have maybe a bunch of men which in a children's ministry or, you know, you know what I'm saying? Because we see what's happening even in the church. But men are protector, men, they, they give security. Because some fathers have failed, and that's why we have this perversion. Some fathers have failed, even some what, what system, some religious system. You make somebody a priest, and you don't allow them to be married, and they now do something that is even, you know, that is pervert, that, that, 
perversion. So the wisdom from God, can you put the ESV version of that James 3.17? ESV version. So we need the wisdom from God, man, and we need to apply it. Just follow peace with, with your children, with your wife. Follow peace. Be considerate. Be considerate. Be full of mercy. Amen. Be full of mercy. I know sometimes women say, they say things, even children, they say things that are, they, they, you know, they don't appreciate your sacrifice because many times you don't verbalize it and they may not see you like, oh, daddy, I don't think you're, you're doing enough. Just be full of mercy. And, and, and verbalize it too. Yes, it's the wisdom of God. I'm not, it's, not my, it's not my formula. It's God's wisdom. Amen. Amen. And God is faithful. And God is faithful. So this morning as I close, that's just a simple word of encouragement I have for us. But I want us to know, fathers, that we value you. Your role is critical. And we are praying for you. But most importantly, God who has called you to this role, who chose you to be a father, who made you a male so you can build, not build, build with him, be in partnership with him, is able is able to give you all the grace that you need in the name of Jesus. So it's time for us to, it's time for you to partner with God. It's time to build and God will give you the grace. So I want us to pray. I want us to close our eyes and pray. Father, I thank you. Thank you for the fathers you have placed in our midst. Thank you for the men, all the men. This applies to all the men because you are also fathers. You are future fathers. You have called them to be wise builders. And you said you, they are the rock. Peradventure, there are people here. They started the building. You started that building. You were so excited. You got married. You had children, but along the way, you feel helpless. You feel overwhelmed. Today, God says, I'm giving you a second chance. Don't give up on building. Don't give up on building those children. Don't, don't give up on building your family. Don't give up on serving me. And that's part of the wisdom, how to apply the wisdom. Serving God, embracing God's love is wisdom. If you are here today as a father, God is saying, I'm not in the business of abandoned projects. Whatever I started, I will complete. God is saying, come to me. All ye who are weary and are heavy laden, I will give you rest. I feel there are a few fathers here today. You just feel overwhelmed. You feel you've not been appreciated. You feel disqualified. There's two categories. You feel disqualified. You've not been valued. You've not been appreciated. And there are some. You actually disqualified yourself because of a disappointment. You disqualified yourself. You, you said, God... I'm just, you stay here, I stay there. Today, I want you to open your heart to him, the God who made you. Who made you authentic? Who made you strong? Who made you wise? 
I want the choir to sing Reckless Love. And just open to him. And just cry to him and say, God, I need you. If you gave me this work to do, Lord, I need you. Just cry out to him. Just ask for his love to fill you. Because one of, some of this, part of the system of the world is to make the heart of men hardened and say, you don't need to be expressive, you know, just bottle it in. That is the lie of the enemy and today we break it in the name of Jesus. You are loved by God. Embrace his love. You can do what he has called you to do. You are qualified to be a father. You are qualified to be a father. You are a good father. God sees your heart. You are not condemned. Thank you, Jesus. Yes, Father. Before I spoke a word, cry out to God this morning. You have been so sweet. You have been so sweet. Yes. yes, some of you are hurting because of loss. You are asking God to help you to provide. He loves you and He's giving you what you need. As you open your hands to Him, He's giving you wisdom, He's giving you strength, He's giving you resources, He's giving you favor. Yes, cry out to him. He's giving you your ministry, he's giving you your vision. He's restoring your destiny. Because he loves you. Because he loves you. Yes, yes. We break down every wall. Not for your love upon our Father. Unto our fathers, unto all our men, wisdom.
wisdom like you gave unto Solomon that they can take the places they can take high places in business in their careers in the name of Jesus release unto our men oh God that same grace and anointing you gave unto our Lord Jesus Christ that everywhere he went he was doing good signs and wonders followed him in the name of Jesus I release unto all our men that same grace that was upon our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ Lord you bless Abraham Lord bless our fathers today in the name of Jesus that they'll be providers in the name of Jesus they'll be kingdom builders in the name of Jesus release unto our fathers the same wisdom you gave to Joseph that he was able to govern and rule a nation release wisdom unto our men today in the name of Jesus and to, to, the, to that man there's one person here you just feel really guilty that you failed you failed your wife you failed your children God is saying I'm giving you a second chance I'm with you I'm with you I'm giving you a second chance just hold my hands my glory is coming my glory has come you are my chosen you are my beloved you are my beloved no more condemnation you are the man I've called you to be thank you Lord take your place God is saying take your place serve me take your place and I will give you glory don't seek for glory in those things don't seek for it in your heritage in your culture seek for it in me and I will satisfy you that is for one particular person today. You are seeking for it in your culture, in your heritage. But God says, it's in me. Everything you need is in me. Thank you, Lord. We give you praise and glory. Let's celebrate all our, all our men. Let's thank God for their lives. Let's give God praise in Jesus' name. Amen.